Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's the T-Man, episode 57. Pretty cool. Yep, we've made it to 57. And uh, we were talking off air about Lifetime movies. A little right. bit, yeah. Plus, people listen to the No Subject episode. We had a bunch of wacky ideas, you know, like Shep Tender, something like that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, right. This Shemp Tender, like yeah. Contender, but with Shemps. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I think was it me? I think I had an idea you for a lifetime idea. movie. Yeah. Well, so maybe this would fit in with no subject, but it's yeah, also sure. something we can mention now because you know yeah. you don't want those episodes to go too long. Um, so what if there was like a teenage girl who was trying to get a lot of likes, which I assume is something people still want, right? People, people want love likes. their likes. They love their likes. They need okay. to live. Okay. Well, that leads right into my <laughs> idea. So her, uh, I guess you'd call her, her lust for likes, uh, um, leads her to end up like start killing people. Mm. So like someone's getting in the way of her getting likes and so she stabs them and then because she killed that person she has to kill another person and it's kind of like a chain of killings she has to do and the movie would be called kill for likes sounds great i mean you can get uh shan doherty as the mom uh some yeah. teen that we don't know and then we yeah, got i don't like really i'm not really up on teens but i don't um, know any teens yeah but i think my idea was if if this lifetime movie had come out in like the early 2000s because you know what i watched 24 recently mm. and um she has a small part it's uh leighton meester yeah. so i think that would, that would work yeah a young leighton meester would be perfect for the girl yep. who kills for likes that'd be great i could totally see this movie too and it would be on like at 9 p.m on, on the saturday night uh new movie for lifetime kill right, for likes right right yeah. it'd be like they're cut above like remember when they did the grim sleeper yeah that was good and the other one um happy face killer i think Right, I think when they were trying to do material that was a bit better, that's mm -hmm. kind of what I imagine this to be, like a lifetime premiere movie, yeah. you know? It's not the standard stuff they do. Right, so I think this would be a hit on Lifetime. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, I would I would watch it. It'd be cool. Yeah, well, I'd watch it. I mean, granted, I thought of it, but I would also watch it. Well, what would you uh, think would be, like, the ending? or? Um... That's a good question. You know, how about, like, someone... She's trying to kill someone... And then obviously because it could be at a high school or, or behind the high school. And so obviously other teens are filming it on their phones oh, and then yeah. she ends up getting killed. And then her death gets a lot of likes. Okay. That's good. That's good. So like death of whatever her name is, um, uh, Amber, Emily. Amber, Amber, Emily, Amber, Emily dies. Amber Emily. And then, <laughs> then that goes online and that gets a lot of likes. Yeah, and that, that could be the ultimate, uh, you know, I don't know if you call it a twist necessarily, but she she not only killed for likes, she died for likes. She died for likes. So yeah, I I think that'd be a good movie. I and mean, it has to be ninety minutes, it has to be oh, or even yeah. shorter. You can have these two hour uh, long movies for this. No, I, I don't know. This the plot like that would never last for two hours. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, I think that's something that's good. Well, okay. Well, maybe uh, life time listen to this and make it or <laughs> make it at least hire me it's um, legitimately a good idea yeah and then after the movie ends there could be one of those like i don't know is it a disclaimer not a disclaimer but like 
<laughs> they would say like if your teen suffers from internet addiction go to internet addiction yeah what yeah 800 you know uh yeah no copies <laughs> yeah no, 100, no copies. <laughs> uh, so. yeah so don't don't copy my idea speaking of no copies right. now go ahead, copy away what do i care okay so it's been less there's more you have to say about kiffer likes we can move on to the next nope. Segment. Which which segment would you like to do next? Tog Spotlight or yeah? Well, let's do Tog Spotlight because then we'll okay. save. We'll keep people in suspense for okay. Um, action. The action star. Okay, so so, so Tog Spotlight. Yeah. I don't know if I need to explain this every time, but well, it's just might do it. Might do is like might, like I'll, might as well do it again. I'll do it. I'll just do it faster and faster. So it's okay, just we're, we're highlighting spotlighting a movie that's only on tape or as we call it, a tape only gem or a Tog. Tog. Yeah. So the tog, our yeah. Tog for this episode is Lipstick Camera. Hmm. Now, yeah, I, found, I got that one last year. Right. Yeah. And so you have it. You haven't watched it, but I watched nope. it. And it was kind of marketed as like an erotic thriller because that was hot at the time. And those elements kind of are there, but that's not really what it is. It's uh, I, I'm not sure how you describe it, but it's kind of like it. it's there's somewhat of a mystery. It has intrigue and L Keats spelled E-L-E. I don't know if you know who that is. No, I, I don't. She plays the. She had, I looked her up. She, I think she had a pretty good career, and she plays uh, the main girl. whose name is Omi, actually. And, uh, <laughs> L and Omi. Yeah. And um, so she wants to get into like the, I guess the photo journalism or video journalism business. So she wants to get in good with this. The, like the hot guy in town who's you know like a videographer, and he mm. keeps rebuffing her. But her best friend is named Jewel, like the um, like the unit singer. of measurement, um, played oh. by Corey Feldman. <laughs> and he's very Feldman-y in it. If you like Corey Feldman, this is yeah. a good role for him. Um, I, st- I still want to see Evil Obsession. Still. I know. I know that's on our um, Movies to Find list. Yeah. But go ahead. But and, so, and so the plot starts to thicken with and, – and, like – I don't want to give too much away, but Terry O'Quinn is involved and then she gets deeper and deeper into the intrigue. And then, uh, Omi and Jewel have to kind of, uh, navigate it. And it, it's, it's well shot. It's, um, it's well acted. There's, it's a high quality movie. And I, it, I believe it's a direct to video movie. I don't think it ever got a theatrical release, certainly not in America. And I think it's a movie that I think is worthy of our TOG spotlight. Yeah. Well, then I know the last one was Power 98, if people are yes. uh, <laughs> keeping score. And those are the so, only ones we've done so far. Yeah. I think we've mentioned others. other movies that we call Togs, but this is the that's the second spotlight. So, Because I have an idea for one, but I'll save that. Okay, I'll do it on the next episode. So, yeah, I, I, I should really jump into the headline. I watched Super Carrier today. And how was that? Uh, it was all right. I mean, classic Top Gun knockoff. You know, it, it kept my attention. You know, it's uh, Robert Hooks and Paul Gleason. And it's okay. about a, like a run. What do you not? A, what do you call those things? Um, aircraft carrier. Oh, aircraft carrier. You know, Navy Top Gun stuff. Could have had a little bit more uh, interest. I also did watch Ripley Underground. Also. And how was that? Uh, was it worth waiting 16 years to see it? I'd say no, because it never came out in America. Um. And it's part of Pepper. the Ripley series, in case people yeah, don't know. Series, like the talented yeah. Mr. Ripley. And, and Ripley's Game. Ripley's yeah, Game. This is, 
do you know why this never came out here? No idea. I mean, I watched the movie. I mean, it's pretty, I won't say the word mediocre, but it, it's pretty close. Well, Barry Pepper plays Tom Ripley this time. And there's like some intrigue. It was like this art dealer played by Willem Dafoe, which he needed to be in it more. On the DVD I have, it says Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's not on the cover. I mean, it's like, he, it, I guess he's in it for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. So it's okay. I mean, it, it, it got better over time. So uh, Barry Pepper, he has to fill the shoes of John Malkovich. That's a tough thing to do. Yeah, he did a good job. I mean, when because you're going, you're going like a comedy route, mm. kind of like a dark comedy, but I don't think it really fit. Should have stuck to like Tom Ripley being kind of a psychopath or a sociopath. Yeah, I think that's so, when those movies are at their best, from what I remember. There was that part of it, and it was just too little, too late. So, so. Mm-hmm. sounds like that and Super Carrier were kind of um, just okay. Dis- I need to find better movies so far. I, I watched some other movies, but we'll go to the uh, oh, to the oh, action star. Well, but yeah. you should watch, and people out there should watch. This is a talk spotlight, I, yeah. But uh, is um, uh, what? <laughs> the like, camera? No, no, no. I know it flips the camera, but the one oh. that's in your pile. Oh, stay tuned for murder. Stay oh tuned yes, I, that's in my VCR right now. Okay, All right. Um, that, as of this recording. That pretty much defines tape only gem. But, yeah. uh, but oh, well, it's good because then you'll watch it and then we can talk about it. Perfect. That wasn't the talk I had in mind, but we'll move it to that because I, I think we'll be watched. So this if we, week if we both seen it, that would be good. I know, okay. Finally. So, so yeah, Ty, you have an action star. All oh, right. You want me to do a song? Or oh, sorry. We get yeah, sick of the song. song. I mean, I guess I can well, do this song. You always do the variation on the song. So it's oh, not okay. the same. I'll do it again. Let's say, uh, should have been an action star. Yeah, I'm trying to change right. it up. All right, it's slightly different, I suppose. Yeah. So, so, who is it? Shirley Temple. All right, now, so just to be clear, we're not talking about an adult Shirley Temple. We're talking about Shirley Temple, as we all know her and love her, yeah. as a little tot. A little tot, and then she gets revenge. Maybe she plays Annie or something, and then she gets revenge. Annie? No, no, but an Annie type. Oh, like an orphan? Like an orphan, yeah. And then that would be the plot. So she'd be an orphan. Her parents are uh, slaughtered, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she goes out for revenge. And I got the perfect title, Gun to the Temple. Yes, okay. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> though. So she has to, even though she's just a kid, she has to learn yeah. to get revenge and use guns. Yep. And no one sees it coming because she's no. a little tot. And then she can distract the bad guy by doing like a tap dance or a song. Right. Yeah. And then they say it's like a bunch of gangsters. Hey, look at this kid over here. She's dancing. Yeah. And then like, he's dancing then over just... here. And then she just whips out this big machine gun that's you know and just lights them all up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm getting shot over here. It's like <laughs> that's something they might say. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, it would be half serious, half comedic, I guess. Mm. But with a title like Gun to the Temple, it's kinda like uh one in the chamber. You know? Right. Except I would imagine it would be better. It'd be better. Or bullet to the head with Stallone. Right. Bullet to the head. <laughs> or bullet in the head. Isn't that like an Asian movie? Yeah, yeah. It's a John Woo, I think. So yeah. you got bullet in the head and bullet to the head. So you can't make that title. It's an R-rated title. Bullet yeah. to the head. <laughs> yeah, or like dragged across concrete. Yeah, you know? that's an R-rated title. It's kind of interesting. So yeah. You can't... Well, I like titles like that. So yeah, I mean... it's a good movie. Dragged across concrete is too long. It's almost three hours, man. It's yeah, like, that's not good. But the title's cool. Yeah, it's a cool title. And Mel Gibson's really good in it. And Vince Vaughn's good in it, too. Everyone's good in it, but the plot is kind of eh. And it just drags. 
So well, and it doesn't have Shirley Temple. That's the problem. It doesn't have Shirley Temple. Yeah, it, it's funny. A movie called Drag Concrete Drags. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have Shirley Temple. Guns of the Temple coming soon in nineteen like fifty two. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, since since we're not going into the adult temple, yeah, that's pretty much all we have to say. Yep, yeah, that's it. So hopefully people <laughs> will. Uh, Check that out in their 50 section at the video store. <laughs> I, well, I think Shirley Temple goes back even further than that, than that, than the 50s. I think it's, it's like 30s or just 30. Okay, I'm not sure when she was when she was a little top, but I mean it would be like in the gangster section, something like that. It's like, right, right. I can just picture that and just like, next to like movies with Edward G. Robinson and Humphrey yeah. Bogart. Yeah, yeah, next to White He or something like that or uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Kiss Me Deadly or something. Right. Just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We gun to the temple. So I guess anything else you want to say about that or I can go to the no, movies? No, I think you might want to explain what the movies or the All concept right. is. There's one of these combination episodes as we've another, been calling another it. Another combo up. I know you no, like yeah. well, You like to shorten things, make them snappy. Yeah. So yeah, it's a combo up. <laughs> yeah, another combo up. I know people like these or I hope they do. And today we have Raw Rage. <laughs> so it's all the movies starting with the word raw and all the movies that starting with the word rage. So I, I put them together. There's not about like some sort of raging about politics or something. These are the movies. <laughs> well, yeah, I think people understand that. Yeah, but it's raw rage. So I'm going to start off with the classic Raw Deal. Oh, 1986. Wow. Or Lake as you put it on the website. Well, I guess uh, that's we, what it's called, what, in France? In France. We had, we had the French poster on the site. So I mean, what what can we say about Raw Deal that it hasn't? already been said i mean it's, it's kind of waiting for you to say the tagline oh what no one gives schwarzenegger a raw deal yeah yeah because <laughs> i know you always like saying that so. well i do like that tagline no one gives him a raw deal so we people must know this one we haven't really seen it in a while you know uh arnold plays mark kaminsky the sheriff of a small town he always gets uh all of his criminals and then but he's exiled to the boondocks where when his former FBI chief, Harry Shannon, played by Darren McGavin, and you just watched, um, what was that, Night Stalker, that Darren McGavin? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I forgot he was in Raw Deal. Yeah, he's kind of an older Darren McGavin. And then um, he has a chance to go back to the Bureau, but he has to, you know, prove himself and go undercover in, the, like, the, the mob. So, right, right. And then there's a lot of good 80s uh, yeah. Chicago decor and things that happen. So, and then, of course... Uh, Stephen Hale, a.k.a. Adam Schiff from Law & Order, he plays, like, one of the bad guys. So it's kind of cool to see him. He's not yelling at Jack uh, McCoy. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> getting grumpy. Well, he's uh, yelling at Schwarzenegger. He's Schwarzenegger. Well, he's getting grumpy at Schwarzenegger. So it's like... <laughs> so it's like... Hey, you, you gotta love those bits in Law & Order where uh, Schiff just gets mad, like, oh, make the deal. Uh. <laughs> no, no, make it's like the his deal. only scene. Because <laughs> I hear he didn't, like like being on set for too long. So he's wow. like, yeah, let's make the deal. Jack. <laughs> I, I could see that. I mean, he's getting on in years and maybe wanted to do other things. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's, I think it's an underrated Arnold. So, yeah. I guess people don't talk about it as much as they should. And there's like a scene where they're listening to like, was it, is it the Rolling Stones or yeah, well, some big, yeah. There's a Band. part where he's like shooting everyone, Arnold, like in this car while Satisfaction plays. It's like, how much did that cost? I mean, that's insane. <laughs> Probably cost a fortune. So it's like, or maybe it was that, cheaper back then. I don't know, but today, uh, I, that would be most of the budget. <laughs> yeah, you can't have any songs today. It's all probably just fake songs now. Like, 
or like kids bop songs. No one can afford any music anymore. Well, I mean, that's why they probably use wildfire in the streets all the time because it's like a cheap <laughs> song Fields. they can reuse. You know? Yeah, they definitely, they totally use that in soldiers of fortune of Christian Slater. It's like, there was no wildfire in the streets in soldiers of fortune. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, but maybe it's more of a metaphor. <laughs> okay. Moving on quickly. <laughs> So we're going to go to the next one. We kind of talked about this already in AIP, uh, Raw Nerve. I mean, I can still talk about this again. Um, well, you could do it quickly, I guess. Yeah, okay. So Ted Pryor and Randall Tex Cobb are a bunch of yahoos. <laughs> Presuming this is uh, after uh, Randall Tex Cobb was brutally slaughtered by Jay Leno. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> I think it was the same time frame. 19, well, 1989, that's when Collision Course came out, 1991. So he's... He's, he's back. back. He's back. So Ted Pryor sees like these visions and women getting killed. And of course, you got the classic Glenn Ford. I got Brett vamp for one second. OK, well, so Glenn Ford, you know, the classic Hollywood actor is in this movie. God only knows why. I think we mentioned that before, but they somehow corralled Glenn Ford to be in this low budget AIP movie. And he does have the classic line that we've mentioned many times before, which is when he screams, I like flowers. And um, I think when uh, Ty rewatched it, he said he doesn't scream it quite as intensely as we remember. But when you watch it, it's kind of surprising uh, the intensity, which he does say, I like flowers. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's grown in our mind since then, but he does yeah. say it and he says it in a way that you wouldn't maybe expect. And, yeah, he was um, just yelling it. It was great. I'm back and just had a, some iPad was dinging. So I just want to get rid of that. So. Oh, okay. I don't well, know if you heard that. No, but. I didn't hear it. But um, And then, you know, Tracy right. Lords is there and that, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie. I mean, I think it's definitely an interesting AIP movie. It has some interesting, cool stunts. I got to look at the back of the box because did this show the the, the whole stunt on the back of the car falling? Or that might have been um, no, Center you're of the Web. Of, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to oh. say. I think you're thinking of Center of the Web. It's like, here comes the bus. Here comes the bus. Oh, here's. <laughs> it's a, a cool stunt. But, you know, Rotten Nerve is the type of movie that you might be able to find. I don't think it's that rare. I, no, I, it's not. You know, maybe so, it is now, but it wasn't. I don't know. I got it for what fifty cents at a time tunnel. It was oh, a okay. tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So, and oh, did you mention while you were while I was gone for a second about Rental Tex Cobb being a a national treasure? Um, <laughs> no, but there's always room for that. So because <laughs> he plays slovenly it. alcoholic Blake, and wow, he's slovenly. <laughs> I mean, that's what he specialized in. I think he was a slovenly alcoholic in most of his movie roles, but that's why we love him. Yeah, I would. People should check this one out as an under another underrated movie in the raw canon here. So, or I could be thinking of um, Buck Flower, Randall Tex. So I thing. like Buck Flowers. <laughs> Is that what uh, hey, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Raw Nerve. It's yeah. a good AIP movie for people to check out. So we'll go to a next kind of an AIP type of movie, which is Raw Justice from 1994, David A. Pryor. You know, Pam Anderson, Robert Hayes, David Keith, Stacy Keach, Ted Pryor's back, Leo Rossi and Napier. Oh. <laughs> so it's an amazing B-movie cast. Yeah. And I guess AIP, the Pryors, really like the word raw because this is their second usage of that word. And, you know, instead of, and it's kind yeah, of a good formula in the sense that before they got Tracy Lords, now they got Pamela Anderson. Um, yes. 
So that's what they're doing. She make to, more know. movies now, Pam Anderson. I haven't seen her lately. I know she's getting older, but I mean, so Barbed Wire Two could be made. No, at no, no, no. It's got to be something more like what the older men are doing. You know, like um, uh, like a Liam Neeson, where she, yeah, sure, she's older, but she can still you know shoot people and yeah. be like her old VIP self. <laughs> they should bring VIP back. I mean, I they have not released seasons two through four on DVD. Well, hey, there's only season one. Well, that's a shame. But yeah, you're right. They could maybe do like a Netflix, or, or well, like they did with Nash Bridges. You know, they could bring it back. Oh yeah, why don't they do that? I bet that must be on someone's docket. Well, so they're probably like running down all the '90s shows that were popular. Like, VIP, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I hope so. Um, but in this movie, Rod Justice, a cool dude named Mace, played by David Keith, is a ex-cop and bounty hunter. He doesn't shave, he wears sunglasses, and he rides his chopper. <laughs> but in <laughs> 11, they say Charles Napier, you know, wants him to find this woman, and it's an election year. Of so, course. Of course it is. So. It always is. <laughs> and you know what? It's 2022. It is again. Well, they're, they're going to come around more and more often. <laughs> so this one's kind of an interesting. It's kind of there's some Robert Hayes foo. Yeah, um, and it's more of a mainstream type of production. It, it's yeah, it's it's like um, AIP. You know, had a bit more of a budget and a bit more. Um, what's the was, word I'm looking for? It's a little slicker. Yeah, you know? it's it's kind of like a companion piece with felony. Right, right, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it has a lot of the same cast too. So. Felony was pretty good. Uh, what Lance Henriksen? The cover is really funny because Lance Henriksen has completely different hair on the cover than he does in the movie, and Leo Rossi. So it's very well, weird. They, well, they must have gotten those pictures elsewhere. Because I was saying that Leo Rossi's hair on the cover looked like someone just put a black marker over his head. So if you just well, take see, a only look you at would that, notice that. I, no one would well, notice that. Would they? Well, take a look at it and you'll see. I mean. I was I was looking very intently at it. I was like, oh, no, I'm sure you were. Like... You were looking very intently at Leo Rossi's hair. Yeah, yeah. As most people do in, in this day and age. So, well, where's Relentless Five? That's the real question. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Maybe they could get Judd Nelson again. I think he passed away. Let's see. He had... well, so got... what? He, he played a different character. They he could just really get Judd Nelson. That. He was really good in Relentless One. So well, it's William Lustig. So it's gonna that's be good. And Relentless Two, Dead On, also pretty uh, pretty good. Did you watch that one? I believe I have now seen all the Relentless movies. Yes. Because I think the killer in that one was like beating up Sven Oli Thorson. It was pretty mm. good sequence. <laughs> <It was> like... <laughs> well, I think they all have something to offer. The Relentless yeah. movies. So we have Raw Justice. I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else here. Yeah, it's a fun one. I mean, uh, you know, got the mindless shooting, got the mindless chases, the mindless fun. That sounds great. <laughs> Exploring helicopter and oh, so, all right, something so, for everyone. Yeah, it, oh, I, absolutely. I, I think that's you know a good suggestion for people if they're looking for something in that vein. I, I think people want to see these type of movies still now because there's a lot of them. There's decades to see these movies. People like Rod Justice. I mean, <laughs> seems, well, that's what our website is for is to yeah. point these things out to people. Here's one that's an interesting one. The next one, which is Raw Target from 1995. Dale, Dale Apollo, Apollo Cook. Cook. Yeah, Ron Hall and Nick Nicholson. So it was shot in the Philippines. Sure was. We posted this a long time ago, over 10 years ago, 2011. Wow. So 
Johnny Ryder is a kickboxer who accidentally kills his opponent during one of his matches. Uh, his brother Gabe was working with the DEA agent Susan Wells to take down the evil, sadistic, drug-dealing Rod Sparks when Nick Hill. Unfortunately, Sparks find that, found out about Gabe was undercover and killed him. Now Johnny wants revenge. So he follows in his brother's footsteps to infiltrate the Sparks gang. Do you remember uh, any of this? Is that the one where Dale Apollo Cook wears a fanny pack and a blue outfit? That is American Kickboxer too. <laughs> well, that okay, that makes sense because that movie is very hard to forget. Well, here's the biggest problem with Raw Target. It's one of the most underlit movies we've seen ever. Really? Because we've seen a lot of underlit movies. This is 2011's underlit, so it, it, it's very. I rewatched it. Um, well, like, the, the, but the movie itself is not from 2011. Let's just be clear about. Oh that. no, it's from 1995. Right, right, which you yeah. said. I just want yeah. to be oh, okay. clear. Yeah. Oh, sure. but, but, but so for a 1995 movie, it's underlit, yeah. which usually the 90s movies are are well lit for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I know. What happened there? It's like maybe scenes got exposed or something on the film. That happened in that movie Big City Blues with uh, Burt Reynolds and William Forsythe. Mm-hmm. You can't see a thing. So it's like, well, I'm not surprised. Well, it's Albert. Payan or Payan. He's connected to uh, some other guy, but he's connected to a kind of big city blues makes me think of blue bloods because I've been watching blue bloods and all the scenes in Tom Selleck's office are underlit. You can't see a thing. Uh, Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good connection because you said the latest season of blue bloods is a lot of dark underlit scenes. I couldn't Uh, see a thing. I can't see Tom. I can't see Tom. I can't even see the family dinner. It's all underlit now. CBS must can't afford lights, I guess. And I, the stories are really getting poor too. But I, this is not a Blue Bloods podcast. No, yet. not yet. No. <laughs> so, Rod Target. I mean, hmm. Well, the director is uh, Tim Spring. He also made Double Blast. Right. So, so he has a history of working with Apollo. Yeah, and I, it's here's a it's an okay movie if you can get past the dark the darkness of all the scenes. If you can kind of see it. I mean, usually Apollo delivered. I mean, you yeah, know, it's still he still delivered what he could. I mean, it's probably one of his weaker ones. And that's only because of the lighting situation. You yeah. If, it, if we could see it more, I think it would be a, a bigger movie, a bigger hit. But there's, a, right. there's a song. Oh, what was the song? There's a song called Raw Target oh. by Gracie Carlson. Oh. So it's very similar to No Exit from Fatal Combat or White Fury of, um, from the AIP movie. So or one step closer. <laughs> what was that? Circle of Fear. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a Tog. Oh, it's a Tog movie. I love that movie. Like it was such a weird movie. Circle of Fear. One step closer. Is there, is there another song? There like, is, but one step closer is so catchy. Yeah, oh my god. And he's he's always one step close to the bad guys. It was every song is connected to the movie itself. Which I love. I love when they do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Very happy to have it come. People need to watch that one. Stat. Well, unless they can get a hold of the tape, I'm not sure how they would, unless a company like Vinegar Syndrome releases it. Ooh, that'd which, be cool. Yeah. I could totally see that too. Well, unless, I'll, I'll buy it. I, I would buy it. I would have the tape and the uh Blu ray. Well, that's what you do with martial law, right? One and two. Or yes. are you going to get rid of martial I'm going to actually get rid of those tapes. I'm going to hang on to my white fire tape, though. Oh, okay. So our last Raw movie mm-hmm. is Raw Force from 1982. 
No, Raw Force. Oh, speaking yeah. of vinegar syndrome, they released Raw Force. And do you have that? I do have it, yes. I really should get it. I don't. Or do I have it? <laughs> oh, come on. You don't know if you have your Raw Force Blu-ray? I'll double check. But uh, Well, if not, next time we go to the archive, you could I'll just get it. it. But it, it's a great movie. It, it's, it's it's a total mishmash of everything. I mean, well, you know the plot. You want to say it this time? Well, I mean, it's like about this party cruise that runs afoul of ninjas, I like, guess. It was like zombie cannibals. Right. So there's zombies, cannibals, martial arts, like romp style hijinks. Um, yeah. It's a it's an amazing movie because it has everything. It's everything just, in the kitchen sink. Yeah, they just yeah. like dumped out everything that was in the cupboard into this movie and just kind yeah. of <laughs> swirled it around. And and entertainment is what ensues. You know, I mean, if you're looking for something coherent, maybe you shouldn't watch it. But who cares <laughs> about coherency? Coherency is boring, as I always yeah, say. Yeah, no. exactly. Well, we said that we you might as well just project this movie on the side of your house and sit in your car and watch it. Oh, because it's so much like a drive-in yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it definitely has a great drive-in feel. Yeah, I mean, I, see, that's cool. The drive-ins. You know, I think they are kind of around somehow, but they only play this mainstream pap. Like they don't play cool movies like they used oh, to. Oh, I know. See, Alamo Drafthouse or someplace cool like that should have drive-ins. They, they, that is the next frontier for those cool yeah. movie places like that. Yeah. Maybe Raw Force and Firecracker because Jillian Kessner is in this movie. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that so, works. Yeah, Jillian yeah. Kessner double feature. That's that's a good idea. So this is interesting. I mean, I I hope people want to you know it's, I know it's a weird movie. It's really wacky. It's kind of like White Fire a little bit. It's, it's just a nutty wackiness. But I well, think it delivers. People, yeah, it does, and at least people can get a hold of this one. You know, they could easily oh, yeah. get it. So. If you're thinking about it, you're on the fence. Just get your Raw Forest Blu-ray today because it's uh, it's a it's a fun time to be had by all. I wish Cameron Mitchell was still around today because he's made so many wacky movies in the '80s. I'd love to see what he thought. I know, you know, I know. Someone should interview him about that second part of his career. I know because it's like it was everything he he must have took took anything he could because he got he had Terror in Beverly Hills, he has Raw Forest, he has Action USA. Uh, the cam dance. What was that? The cam dance. Rage to kill. Which is okay. coming up actually. So, oh yeah. Okay. So do you want me to do that first right now, or I can... well, you do it if you could do a good connection. Which there you go. Rage well, to yeah. kill. Nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, Cameron Mitchell, James Ryan, and Oliver Reed. <laughs> yep, Oliver Reed. And this is it yet another AIP, right? Yeah. No, it's PM. I, oh no, it no, is this an AIP. This is an AIP. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Evil General Edward Turner, Oliver Reed, and his army of thugs show up on the Caribbean island of Saint Huron stage a coup they take over the island by force and set up shop in the local college but <laughs> war hero race car driving man blaine striker <laughs> oh that's a pretty cool name i forgot that was his name oh pretty it's another striker you know we have yeah. a list of all the people in these movies whose last name is striker i we don't usually talk about blaine striker that's true we actually have over 10 movies with the uh, people in last name striker <laughs> we could do an episode about that or did we Hmm. Maybe we can call it like Strike Light Lightning or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Striker right. like lightning. Spelled S T R Y K E. You're right. That'd be cool. All right. I'm going to write that down. So, so James Ryan or Blaine Striker is on the case. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cam Mitchell is also hanging around. It's a ra- and he has to like get a ragtag group of mercenaries right, or right. counter revolutionaries to you know, save the island. So, the beginning of the movie, if you remember this, is very, very weird. It's just you got the Oliver just comes down in the helicopter, he shoots a bunch of people, 
and it's like, <laughs> and, then, and of course, there's the cam dance, right? So, like she's they're having is, some party, and Cameron Mitchell just starts kind of dancing away. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So when Alvary shoots at someone, the guy before the guy dies, the guy who gets killed, he says, <laughs> "Eat dirt, you scum sucker." <laughs> That's what Oliver Reed says. No, a, a guy about to get killed by Oliver oh, Reed. Oh, oh, oh. Because <laughs> I feel like that line should be said by Oliver Reed, but know, unfortunately, it's not. Also, the president is also on the case, but all he wants to do is watch the World Series and has a lot of stupid advisors. Mm. No, well, I, I, <laughs> I do think this was inspired by a real event, which was the Grenada incident. This is pretty much what happened, you know, and then. You know, Clint Eastwood made Heartbreak Ridge, and then mm. AIP made uh, Rage to Kill. Kill. That's during what? Uh, George Bush? No, I believe that was Reagan. It was Reagan? Okay, well. Um, yeah, so I guess I would check this one out. If people haven't seen this one, definitely a, an honored uh, AIP movie. And if you want to see Oliver Reed at his best... Uh, this would yeah. be a good place. And this also has a, a song. Uh, yes. <laughs> Did you read my mind? I, well, go for it. Do you remember love? Right. And as we always would joke about, so this movie called Rage to Kill. Yeah. And the song that goes with it is called Do You Remember Love? Yeah. Which is a bit of a disconnect, but that's what makes these movies great. It's Steve McClintock, right? So, it's the great street Steve McClintock. You got you to gotta love it. But it's so, also very catchy, but it's more of a ballad. Maybe you could call it a power ballad. Well, the cam dance, he's, he's dipped to a song called Party, Party, Party. <laughs> right. I think that's more like a Calypso, Marimba yeah. type thing. <laughs> I'm almost doing the dance now, but we're on, you know, radio. So. Right. So unfortunately, you can't see it. <laughs> but if people watch Rage to Kill, they will be able to see it. Definitely. And we're speaking go. of the Bush family, if you remember, yes. George W. Bush did that funny dance, too. So it's kind of similar. What? Yeah, was that he was in like Africa? He's like playing the drums. Yeah, and he's doing this dance, which <laughs> he kind of like juts out his hands and yeah, darts does. them around. Like, I I don't know how you describe a dance, but that's kind of yeah. what he did. <laughs> wow, that's two presidential uh, impressions. Well, I don't have any more. I mean, oh, I can do Trump actually. <laughs> Believe me, I love the cam dance. It's great. Great dance. Great dance. Rage the kill. Great movie. Okay. Our next movie is Raging Cajun. So, all right, now you've you've stretched a little bit on this because it's Raging, yeah, not Raging, not Rage. But I think we're gonna let this slide. Yeah. Right? If only it had E, you know, it's R A G I N apostrophe Cajun. Well, as it should be, the great David Havener is the Raging Cajun. Yes, his name is Cage Damonte. <laughs> right, which is so his name is Cage. Yeah. And he's the raging Cajun. Yeah. So, yeah, there's several levels of wordplay going on here. Well, the problem with the movie, well, here's the plot. People haven't seen it. He's a Vietnam vet who wants to become a kickboxer. He signed a contract with the evil gangster, Raggedy. <laughs> and then his dream is also to be a singer-songwriter on the country music circuit. Now, that's where the plot really is. <laughs> he's basically a country music singer with Charlene Tilton. Oh. So. From Deadly Bet. Deadly Bet and what was the show she was? Oh, no. I believe Dallas, right? Thank you, Dallas. Yeah, I, I need to watch Dallas. I've heard nothing um, but good things. Um, yeah, I want to watch uh, that. In like, in, I believe it was 1980 or so, <laughs> um, maybe 81. Uh, mom, our mom, went to a Who Shot JR party. 
That's amazing. Which I don't think we've ever mentioned on the podcast before, but no, she, we maybe ask next time uh, we see her, which is uh, what do you remember from the Hushat JR party? All right. Then we can, maybe we can write down some of her, uh, you know, (laughs) thoughts. Yeah. Well, I'll jot them down. We'll do the next episode. But if, you know, if mom went to a Hushat JR party, that means who shot JR parties are probably raging to coin like a term yeah. uh, like Cajuns all across the country, you know? So I think that was had, kind of a phenomenon. Cause you had to wait like a, what a year to see who shot JR. Maybe well, I think longer or, or, or wow, longer than a year. Well, don't quote me on that. I don't know if it was longer. Sorry. But we'll I, mean, go I was zero region. years old, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah, but that's no excuse. I should know that. I'm sorry. So, so. The problem with that with movies that he's more of a singer, not a kickboxer. Yeah, but is that really a, a problem in terms of the entertainment value of the movie? I mean, yes, we all love punching and kicking, but yes. is the movie itself entertaining with the country music aspect? Yes, just barely though, because when you, when you see some of the kickboxing, it's it's perfectly decent because that Benny the Jet is also right. In it. Okay, yeah, it's like oh wait, why he's not fighting Benny the Jet or other people? He's just singing, he's singing his songs. Yeah, but I, I don't know that David Heavener is the equal of Benny the Jet in the ring. That's the thing. I think they kind of do different things. Well, I agree with that. I mean, if you want to check out David Heavener movies, this is an interesting one to start with. I, he could be a podcast, too, actually. Oh, Heavener. Okay, you should write that down. All right, I'm writing that down. Or yeah. after Stairway I, to just, Heavener. You got it. <laughs> you got it. See, <laughs> um, so people would get these live uh, ideas. You know, yeah, most people do ideas. their ideas behind the scenes. We do them right on yeah. the air. Yeah. Um, See, there was when I was watching the. I have there's a show called Deadly Games. I might may mention this on the podcast. I have old tapes of it, and it's well, on the old tape. It says, "Get ready for the new show, Live Shot." <laughs> Maybe think of that when you said live ideas. Oh, so, live shot. It was live, live shot. shot. Live Shot was a fictional TV show about like a news about like a TV studio. I looked uh-huh. it up. It's like, wait, what is Live Shot? Because they had um, who was on? I think it was Kennedy, uh, MTV's Kennedy. It's like, get ready for a new but Live she was Shot. Acting? No, no, she was promoting Live Shot. But this, but okay, she was promoting it, but the show itself was a fictional. It wasn't a like a hard copy show. type show. Yeah. So when the Deadly Games credits were rolling, they cut to Kennedy saying, "Get ready for a new Live Shot." <laughs> Because, you know, Murphy Brown was very hot back then. So I think they wanted other shows about news and then uh, back to you. And then uh, <laughs> it's back to you. Was that Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. That's amazing. I, is it Patri- Patricia Heaton? I can't believe I know that. I, 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 Kelsey Grammer is as far as I go on yeah. that. It could be Patricia Heaton. I don't remember. Remember when Kelsey Grammer had a kind of a failed run of shows it was um gary the rat gary the rat and it was back to you with normal ohio that was john goodman but there was another one um hank boss <laughs> oh no hank um, and boss yeah well i mean it's kind of what happened to the seinfeld cast you know they had bob patterson um oh um watching ellie remember that one that uh, was a that was a julie louis dreyfus uh show it was like shot in like real time oh does that ring a bell at all? Not really. I I just remember, and then Kramer or Michael Richards, I think had what the Michael Richards show. Yeah, and that was uh, quickly uh, canceled. <laughs> and he was a detective. Right. Was that, was that the same show? I know it might have been a different show. Oh, okay. 
And even Jerry Seinfeld, I mean, this isn't Seinfeld's fault, but, you know, he had the marriage raft, which I believe yeah. we've mentioned on this we, show. We before. mentioned that like a couple episodes ago. Because we always make fun of it because it's so stupid. OK, so just a bunch of bickering couples. And then what Jerry's like, what's that deal of marriage? Like, this sounds great. Right. It's well, like, as I think we said, you know, if you look behind the scenes of the marriage draft, it was yeah. rushed into production very yeah. quickly. No audience testing. No, you got to have your well, people don't like audience audience testing sometimes, but that needed audience audience testing. But the thing is, like, if you watch TV, mm-hmm. you could get paid to be an audience tester. They pay you. Well, that's that place we saw in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. We put yeah, shows on Vegas, TV. And there's at least one, if not many, in L.A., or I think they pay you like fifty dollars. These, te- these test groups, you know, you're yeah, and then you have a dial, and if you like something, <laughs> you push the dial. No, they you push the dial forward, and then you know people are watching this real time uh, feedback. And if you don't like a certain character or situation, you you know you turn the dial to the left, and then they have this all on a big printout and a readout, and it's all very scientific. Well, uh, they did that bit with Poochie, right? And then uh, <laughs> on The Simpsons, and also on The Critic with Hitler. Right. Yeah, Hitler's like, wait, I'm not, I'm not, I'm barely better than Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> which is really funny for a whole bunch of different reasons. But, uh, uh, which is funny, like when you think about that, why there are still so many annoying shows and characters on TV if they're doing this, you know? What's well, a really good point? Like if they're really testing this and people, you know, are turning the dial to the left if they see an annoying character. How did half the shows? Um, how did Two and a Half Men and Big Bang Theory make right. it to the air? I mean, right. And now there's young Sheldon. So Sheldon wasn't annoying enough on Big Bang Theory. They have young Sheldon, like, <laughs> right. So and, and there aren't countless hours of Big Bang Theory. We now need more hours of <laughs> in total of annoying, precocious tots. I see the ad sometimes when I watch FBI or Blue Bloods. It's like. You're not going to read that book, are you? It's like, oh, it's like <laughs> people must be watching this drack because he has he wears a bow tie. Of course he does. Because, like, you know, that's what kids do. You know, yeah, they wear bow ties. He has like a pink shirt and a bow tie. That's usually his outfit. It's kind of like uh, the mentalist of Simon Baker wears the same gray, you know, vest. So it's like, right, you wouldn't know it's him if he didn't. Oh, oh, that's young Sheldon. Oh, OK, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I thought that was some other annoying kid. Yeah, I thought it was the other kid. Yeah. So, well, we should go back to the movies. Like, okay. <laughs> That's what you want. Uh, okay. We, 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 sure, no, I've got nothing else about Young Sheldon, so go Welcome ahead. to the Young Sheldon podcast. So, I'm, I bet there is one. <laughs> I bet there's a Big Bang Theory podcast. Oh, yeah. I, there's podcasts about everything now. Because we talked about this during No Subject, these Star Wars minutes. Maybe there's like a Young Sheldon minute. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> let's do let's prolong this torture that much okay, more okay no more torture no more talking about no, but good i mean i haven't listened to them but there are podcasts that do that minute by minute thing with good movies um i still don't but, get the idea because you get 60 seconds and if you did like a malone minute then <laughs> i guess it'd be like what's his name nice alliteration yeah the malone minute <laughs> okay in this minute of malone someone asked him what his name is burt reynolds malone. says it's malone okay bye everybody yeah. yeah bye everybody we'll see you next week it's like Malone. It's like <laughs> okay. Moving on. What's the next? Uh, okay, Rage the next movie? movie is Rage of Honor, 1987. Show okay. Louis Van Bergen. When just getting even is not enough. Shiro Tanaka is a Phoenix, Arizona cop. Played, well, played by Show Kazuki, <laughs> working for the Drug Investigation Bureau. That's in quotes. 
And oh, yeah, sick- the uh, DIB, yeah. The DIB, yeah. They're sick of the department red tape, but they always get results. And then uh, there's an evil drug lord named Havelock. Remember this character? <laughs> Played by Louis Van Bergen. Um, I mean, I know start- this is a show classic, you know. There's an opening scene on the boat. Right? Amazing memory. Yep, starting the opening party boat scene. You're in a heavy dose of 80s awesomeness. Right. So that alone is enough to recommend it, assuming people haven't seen it. But, you know, people listening to this have probably seen most or a good amount of show movies. I've got to rewatch this one. I mean, we haven't I haven't seen it since we reviewed it, which is over 10 years ago again. So show's name in the movie is Shiro. But most it sounds like most people are calling him Churro. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now that you say it. Yeah. Like, hey, Churro, uh, how's it going? Hey, Churro, yeah. Because the name Shiro was kind of like new and hot back then in the 80s. Like not a lot of people were called Shiro. You know, and now everyone's called Shiro. But back then, yeah, was called Shiro. I'm someone. My name is now Shiro. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, <laughs> it was a very exotic uh, name. So, like, you know, these classic donut eating cops, I guess. <laughs> uh, the uh, Churro. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, Churro. What's going on, Churro? The best part of the movie is Show himself, and sometimes oh, cool. the, the plot kind of meanders a bit, but Show keeps the movie running. So, it, obviously, you can't beat Pray for Death and Limehouse Willie and all that stuff. No, no. But is it fair to compare everything to Limehouse Willie? I mean, this has a charm no. all of its own. Oh, sure does. And Revenge of the Ninja—that's a really good one too. Most Show movies are pretty good. Uh, well, Black Eagle. Well, yeah, but his run in the 80s was pretty strong. I think he has mostly hits, kind of like uh, Billy Blanks. Yeah, I mean, Black Eagle, you know, people think because Van Damme's in it, then, you know, that's a must-watch. But mm. it was funny, I'm, when I was setting up uh, Stay Tuned for Murder in my VCR, the, there was a Black Eagle trailer. Oh, yes, yes, I, yes, because I just watched so, it myself. I do remember yeah. that now, yeah. So, I only just watched, like, the first 10 seconds, but... I'll watch Are you going to watch the full trailer? Oh, of course. Yeah, I watch all trailers on my tapes. I never fast forward. So, oh. Also, because it's on my VCR, people really want to care about this. It's, just that it's hard to fast forward because it kind of goes to a blank screen. I don't know why it does that, but it's still oh. a quality VCR. So, anything else you want to say about Rage of Honor? I didn't really say much about it. I mean, well, there's. We didn't, because probably because we don't need to. You know, okay. I think. Uh, People, if they haven't seen it, they should. Maybe it's time for a rewatch. You know, I'm going to rewatch it. I have a copy. Well, Ty's rewatching it. That means people yeah. listening should rewatch it. <laughs> I got to find my copy, but I think I know where it is. So, um, and so we're going to the next movie, next Rage movie, which is Rage and Honor. Okay, I'm getting some classic. Sorry, yeah, we're going to get some classic Rothrock here. Yep, Rothrock, Richard Norton, Catherine Bach, Preston Michaels, Richard Norton. Is a cop from Australia who is in L.A. as an observer. Unfortunately, he observes a murder involving corrupt cops in his precinct. This leads to the evil Conrad Drago, played by uh, Brian Thompson. Oh, yeah. Cobra. And his assistant, Rita, played by Terry Trees. Is that how you say her name? Trees? I, you know, I've never said it out loud. I just yeah. assume it. I thought it was Trees, but I don't Trees. actually know. They're the most dastardly drug runners in town. You know Conrad Drago is evil because his name is Conrad Drago. <laughs> I, mean, I was about to say something very similar, so you know, <laughs> I guess I already said it before. Exactly. But I, just, I mean, if that's like evil bad guy name, like out of right out of the evil bad guy name book. You know, because, you know, people named Drago are usually like, oh, here comes Ivan Drago. You know, oh, I must break you. <laughs> so which I, I'm assuming Dolphin gets sick of saying that or maybe he loves saying it. 
But mm-hmm. I mean, Dolph's done a lot in his career. I mean, does yeah. he really want to dwell on that one note? I know. Does that one line? Does Does he have other lines in the movie? It's. I think it's like maybe one or two. It's like I will get Apollo Creed. It's like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like he doesn't have. See, that's his big line. So I must break you. Well, I know yeah, in that, a, in that one movie, but he has yeah. like a lot of movies to his credit. Yeah. So I know I could screw up the quote for command performance again. Oh no, <laughs> let's let's move quickly uh, on to okay. the next part. I was just close to screwing it up. Okay, so <laughs> so Rough Rock and Richard Norton team up to you know take down Drago. So. Yeah, and it's it's entertaining, classic '90s action all the way. Heartily yeah. recommended. Um, no oh, complaints and, here. Yeah, and Thompson has a mullet. So oh, of course, mullet, so. evil mullet. Yeah. Yeah. So this is good. I think. People should rewatch this one. I mean, it's perfect video store action. Yes. That's the type of movie you yeah. go into the video store in the 90s. Yeah. You take that movie off the shelf. You rent yeah. it. It's, you know, it has that great 90s feel to it. It's like great qualities. Like you go into martial arts section, you rent Rage and Honor, you rent, and then you uh, rent Rage and Honor 2 Hostile Takeover. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Which will be, I'll just segue right into that from 1993 and. Rock, Rock, Norton, and Patrick Muldoon, and Tanaka, and Ron Vegan. Yeah, so another great cast, and I believe this is the one that has fish fighting. It sure is. You love fish fighting. I guess I do. For those that don't know, it's uh, when someone, in this case, uh, Richard Norton, has two very large fish that he uses kind of like nunchucks, (laughs) and he beats people up with fish, and you gotta love the originality, you know? It's fun. I mean... He goes to the fish market. You got to use your whatever weapons you have. So yeah. You got fish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, how many times have we seen, you know, people fight with their fists, their feet, you know, boring. How about fish? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. And he swings him around very <laughs> expertly. It's almost like he, he does in fish fighting. Maybe he did with with uh, like his seafood or something. Like- seafood? <laughs> Exactly. Seafood. <laughs> you shouldn't have <for> seafood. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should uh, let's move let's on because we're not going to top that. Okay. <laughs> so, Rage and Honor 2. I, perfect double feature, obviously, Rage and Honor 1. Patrick Muldoon plays like this sniveling weasel, right. if you remember that. Which he kind of can do pretty well if he wants to. Well, see, he's a preppy jerk, but then a sniveling weasel. Kind of right, those are like his two modes for the most yeah. part, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think he might have gotten typecast to a certain degree because he has kind of a high pitched voice. So <laughs> I hear he's you know. actually a pretty cool guy. Oh, I know, I'm sure he is, but yeah. he got kind of put into these roles. I mean, no, he yeah. plays a cool guy in um, Black Cat Run. Yeah, that was a good movie, and of course, yeah. So he, he doesn't play that kind of sniveling guy in that. And he unfortunately stole Kelly uh, Kapowski from Zach Morris. <sighs> yeah, so, we're, we're, I know. We're, we're all still very heartbroken about that. I'm still heartbroken. We're like 20 years later. <laughs> so, but Zach got her back, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was. It took a while. It took a couple episodes to get her back. So, spoiler for Saved by the Bell. <laughs> all right. So, um, as far as Raging Honor and Raging Honor 2, you, you ran them both at the video store. And, yes. Um, hopefully, people did that. And probably a lot of people did rent them both at the same time maybe watch them back to back who knows that would be cool i mean i mean we didn't do that but i mean no or did we <laughs> no no, no we, I, I, think we did. I think we watched these movies like on amazon prime or old streaming netflix when they had like cool action movies like this 
Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely not a back to back tape situation. No. We also said that there's, you can see a lot of the action, no quick cuts, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, that's always a good thing. Now. Oh, no. I'm on the last movie. Oh, oh no. No, I'm not. I have two more movies. <laughs> Don't do what you've been known to do, which is forget yeah, movies. I'm not going to forget. I promise I wouldn't forget any movie. So I'm going to switch it around. The next movie is Rage, 1995. I, I feel like that's a good candidate for movies that start with the word rage. Yeah, which it is, is rage. rage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Gary Daniels joint, as we all know. Yeah, it's one of the three R's of Gary Daniels. Yep. Rage, Riot, and Recoil. So it's yep. a classic. It's a, you know, it's a PM classic that we've mentioned many times on the show. We before. have mentioned this movie a bunch. You know, it has a great fight scene in the mall. It's, it's. Yes. When people want to check out Gary Daniels, those are the three to start with. I think we did say that already, but. Yeah, because um, I remember we made a joke about it, how it's not reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's yeah. rate, write, and recoil. Those are the real three R's that the kids yeah. should be learning in school. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Forget those other things. I don't even heard of them. It's all rage, write, and recoil. Um, let's see. So there's a lot of references to the, to the show Hard Copy. So, you know, it's set in the 90s. Well, it's because I mentioned that before when you were talking about, um, what was the show that Kennedy introduced? Oh, Live Shot. Live Shot. So, you know, there were a lot of these type of shows. That's why I thought it might have been one of those at that time. Right. These sort of like tabloid type show, like a current affair, hard copy. Um, I would like current affair. I mean, or of course, Trial Watch. Yeah, Trial Watch, which is on uh, DVD. Rob, amazing. Some episodes. Rob Weller and Stacey. Lisa Speck. Spe- Lisa Speck. Spe- Lisa Speck, Spe- Spe- yeah. Well, I think it was um, like a real lawyer. Yeah. So, it was it was a cool little I it used to be on Amazon Prime to watch for free and I'm not sure how you could watch it maybe YouTube people need to check out that show it's 22 episodes of this lot of weird stories about like chewing gum and Martin and Marilyn and Marlon Brando and like, yeah but not not together I mean no. not I mean not on trial watch I mean probably no. chewed gum I would imagine well he chews not. gum and he had a lot of other items of food so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. So. All right, so uh, rage. It's a it's a Gary Daniels class. Yeah, How Gary deeply do we need to get into this? We've mentioned. No, it. we're not I'm going to. I'm going to go to talk about you know PM Gary Daniels. Yeah. Um, you know, let's not let's not retread. So no, let's go not. A movie we haven't really talked about really, which is the last movie. Didn't forget him. The Rage, 1997. Mm, the Rage. Okay, so this Lorenzo has... Lamas, Gary Busey, Roy, Roy Scheider, Scheider, and very in like two seconds, David Carradine. Hmm. Nick Travis is an FBI mine hunter on the trail of a serial killer named Daisy. <laughs> Not Gacy, Daisy. Right. So guess what? Travis's ways are unorthodox. Not good. No. So he gets saddled with a new recruit, Kelly McCord, played by Kristen Cloak. But she's a gun ho agent too. So Oh. He's again second guest by Taggart, Roy Scheider. Hmm. <laughs> now, I believe this is the movie we often yes. reference as having Roy Scheider foo. Yes, and this is the movie. So there's an amazing sequence where Roy Scheider like kicks the Lawless and like knocks him to the ground. Oh, I thought you know, my memory is such that I thought it was a fight scene between him and Gary Busey. Well, there is a fight scene very briefly towards it. it's kind of but there's a there's a scene like in the middle. Where Roy Scheider is like really mad at Lamas and like like kicks him to the ground. <laughs> Even though Scheider. he's probably like, well, I don't want to say he's double his age, but he's yeah. quite a bit older. Exactly, and it was the, the amazing scene. I'd never seen that before. 
Right. So that alone makes it worth checking out. And this is actually a really underrated Lamas movie because it's like a almost like made for the theater. A lot of cool stunts and and fun ideas and Gary Busey and yeah, and no, it's definitely care. yeah, it's like yeah. one of those DTV movies that's like really close to being theater yeah. ready. You know, it's, so it's slick, close. it's well directed. Um, you know, I it's, think it's, it's, they it's glossy almost. Yeah, if you switch Lamas with let's say I don't know Brad Pitt or something. It would be a super hit in the theater, in like and like January or something. <laughs> right, right. When they dump these sort of movies yeah. like this. No, I know <laughs> exactly. No, it is. That is what it is. And it was it directed by Sidney. It sure was. Yeah, okay, Sidney so, Fury. Right. So he's a very well known, very well respected director. So yeah. it's you know it's, it's only natural that a movie would be of a, a you know a cut above a higher quality. Oh, it really is I, definitely a higher quality. It, it, it was put out by Dimension Films mm-hmm. on tape. I mean, like this is something. I mean, people really should watch this one. Yeah, and because I mean, it, it does have somewhat of a generic title like The oh, Rage. I know, so not to be confused with Rage with Gary Daniels or The Rage Carry Two or probably any number of other movies called The Rage. There's some horror movie called The Rage, but like a zombie outbreak or something. So there's a lot of movies called The Rage or Rage. So if we could find it, just put The Rage Lamas VHS. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you would search. That's, I don't that's know what, what I would type people. in. So if you want to, I think it's on DVD. I'm not really sure, but 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 seeing that. Roy Schreider beats up the two other leads. Uh, yeah. You could say he's kind of filled with the rage. I mean, he because... has the most rage than Busey in the movie. <laughs> Roy Scheider Taggart. Yeah. So maybe that's <laughs> where the title comes from. I don't think Roy Scheider actually beats up Gary Busey. I'm not saying he just beats up Lamas. I could have sworn. Maybe he punched him. Maybe he punched Busey. I, I have to rewatch it again. Which I well, don't mind. <laughs> so you're rewatching all of our list today. <laughs> um, well, Rage and Honor, of course. Rage of Honor. Yeah. Well, those are similar titles, too. I mean, Rage and Honor, Rage of Honor. I mean, it's. I can see how people could get confused. So that's the trickiest part about these Rage movies towards the end. It's like, well, how do we find these? Well, they're probably mostly on DVD or VHS. So Right. There might be digital formats. You could check your yeah. Amazons and YouTubes and see if yeah. you could find them. Or what? maybe people Tubi. have other ways of watching movies. Yeah, Tubi. Yeah, to... Uh, honor uh dtvc there matt he loves his tubi you know he does <laughs> so mm. that's the end of the list i didn't forget any titles so. okay well good that's good you <laughs> didn't forget any titles you did a couple impressions i feel yeah. like we could start we could walking out up. the door here yeah. so do you want to uh shoot up the links or <laughs> did the, that's ridiculous <laughs> so uh, uh cr podcast at yahoo.com oh, yeah, you, just, you stole mine so you now oh. just go on yours we actually we have uh i got an email from oh. a fan. I don't have it in front of me. I, I mean, I, I which I remember that till just now. <laughs> oh, well, we can read it next time he, if you want to read it on no, air. Read it next time. What's I'll the read gist? it on air, but the gist oh. is that he loves our website. Oh. He, 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 like, bought a bunch of movies. He has, like, a top ten directed action movies. I think one of them was uh, The Sweeper was on his list. Well, hold so, on, hold on. If he it, it, Did he put those top ten in the email? I He gave me a bunch. Because it what is, we could do maybe is – we could read it on the next episode and read sure. his top 10 if you have it. Yeah, I, I have the email. I saved it. Okay. So, all right. Well, uh, all right. Next episode, maybe I don't know if you want to print it out or I don't, I'm not sure how you I'll do it. Read, but... I'll read it on air on, on the Yahoo mail. Okay. So. All right. So we'll do So hang in there, whoever you are. We'll read your email next time. I think his name is Connor, by the way. So. Oh, well, hopefully he listens. Did he say he listens to the podcast? Well, he didn't say that, but I, I mentioned the podcast in my reply email. Oh, okay. So, but I know I took your, I took your uh, plug. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I mean, well, I'm yeah. gonna take your plug there. Oh no, no, I, anyone can say it. It's not my specific domain. <laughs> so okay, we did uh, email. Now we have uh, Ty Comeuppets on the Twitter, ComeuppetsReviews.net, the website, which is connected to the Facebook, and um, Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. So and what then, have you posted lately on there? Well, I posted today. Oh, <laughs> speaking of like presents and stuff, I posted Desert Triumph. <laughs> Desert Triumph. Oh boy. <laughs> the Dan you must be Rather, running out. Well, I know. I was gonna run low. So we had a Dan Rather three tape CBS News documentary about <laughs> the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would have that. Only you would take a picture of that. Only you would put their picture yeah. of Desert Triumph on uh, on Instagram. I, I might have to kill for likes because I didn't get that many. <laughs> Well, exactly. That's that's so low likes. You might have to start killing people. <laughs> so <laughs> as I always say, people like things like Angel of Heat and yeah. um, you know Angel Fist or Angel of Destruction. <laughs> right. Anything with an angel or um, any sort of woman like a Melissa Moore or a you know Marilyn Chambers or you know Tracy Lords. People. Anytime you do a Tracy Lords, people go crazy, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, even Tracy Lords liked my post of Intent to Kill. I mean, <laughs> well, that's what, you can't do better than that. Yeah, yeah I can drop it a name. So it's like, oh, I said, well, it, it, this was fun to film. Thanks. That's what she put. It's like, oh, nice. I forgot you actually had some correspondence with Tracy. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's very cool. That's like one of the best people you've gotten. And you've gotten a lot of good people. Yeah, a lot so. of people. But I mean, if I dropped all the names, it'd still you know, it'd be another like. 20 minutes i mean yeah like, well well that's sorry i mean okay <laughs> I can do it over here okay well i got Lamas and i got robert davi you know we got daniel baldwin daniel baldwin um keely mcclung from <laughs> oh okay that okay now we're talking celebrity uh you know before she passed away tawny katane so, right yeah so. wow Trying to get tweed, but she doesn't really answer, you know. Uh, but it's only a matter of time, you know. If we got Tracy Lords, we got Tawny Katane, I feel like uh, we could get tweed or maybe Shannon Worry. I don't. Where is Shannon Worry? I mean, I like this. I don't know. Like super, well, Mitchell could come back, but we, we gotta uh, thank the Comeuppance Warriors. Yes, in this pod. Yes, which uh, we I guess we have a new one. His name's Connor, so that's yeah, pretty. Thank you, Connor. Also. <laughs> Thank you, Dave and Strider. And oh, yeah, Strider. He loves the show, and thank you for that. So, um, of course, Connoisseur, all, all of our favorite peeps. Oh, yep. um, Fountain Man. Man, Rob Lee, uh, the guy named Jimmy underscore Useless. Uh, hopefully I don't f- forget people. Well, if you um, do, I mean, this isn't meant to be a comprehensive does. list. Oh, yeah, no, but, uh, We so, can mention him next time. Yeah, I think I mentioned the usual people because I usually message the usual people when we have we put on a new pod. So right, and, but, and if any of these people want to be mentioned, just tell Ty and then we'll yeah, say your name. Just message me on Instagram, which I mentioned the handle, and I will respond to you. So right, and um, yeah, so any comments, suggestions, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I just thought you know we were running a little short on time, so I thought if there's anything else you wanted to say, we could um, say it. Anything else you want to say about Desert Triumph? Well, I, mean, actually, I remember something I was going to say when we were talking about Raging Cajun, which was, that was, you know, you said it was mainly about having her becoming a country star. And I have, for people that don't know, I have seen the movie, too. It's just that it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a movie with Maria Ford where she tries to become a country star? Yeah, what, Saturday Night Special? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Um, have you seen that? No, no, but I would like to. 
as a Maria Ford yeah. fan, I would I also like, like to see the movie Mind Games with Maria Ford too. But you know, Those I are, think I've seen that a long time ago. How was it? I don't know that I've seen it. Actually, I'm thinking I'm either thinking, thinking of Mind, of Mind Games with or Mind Twister because there's a Mind yeah. Games with Maxwell Caulfield and there's Mind Twister. Yeah, my, I don't my think I've seen the has Telly Savalas. Yeah, that I've seen. I've definitely okay, that seen. I haven't seen it. But I like to watch. Very difficult to find. Because that was kind of a mainstay on the cable channels back in the nineties. So. Oh, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'll just say it live, which is I I found a rare tape the other day on Did? eBay. Oh. Well, on eBay. On H bomb. Oh, you found H bomb? I got H bomb. Chris Mitchum it, and Peach it, Along. Wow. Okay. Did you order it? Yeah, I ordered it oh. immediately. So, how was the price? Was, you don't have to say what the price was, but was it high? It wasn't really high. It was in my ballpark. It was in your, it was in your ballpark. Oh, that's great. So that's another movie from the rare movie list that yeah. we can. I couldn't believe. It. I looked at this guy. Oh, this guy have H bomb ordered. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna have to watch that for the website. Yeah, we will. I'm excited oh. to get. It. Wow, H bomb. So I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and that came out here on the. In, on VHS. Yeah, I'll have to show you what it looks like. I mean, it's on Amazon. It was really high and just too expensive, but this guy had a decent price, so I just got lucky. I just, is it on a video label that we know, or is it like one of those? I mean, if you want, I can look really quickly. If you want me to check, so I'll uh, check it live. We'll do it live. Great, <laughs> <laughs> which I believe was on a, a current affair when. Yeah, he oh, was right, yelling we about we're gonna we're it. do it live. What does that mean? We'll do it live. <laughs> That'll never not get old, <laughs> or will it? But well, I'll give you give me another second here. Unless so you want me to, I, I don't know if I have enough material to vamp, but I can. No, no you don't have to vamp. I just have to find the thing really quickly. Well, I, I, <laughs> well, I Okay, so the answer to your question, of what video label it was? Cinema Group Home Video. Okay. Oh, I will, all right. That's a name. I mean, I've heard of Cinema Group. I think. I don't know if I can name any movies they released, but I know I've seen that on boxes. It's a cool cover. Yeah. It's, it's Chris Mitchum has a machine gun. There's Olivia Hussey's hanging around. Wow. So, okay. Well, I look forward to watching that. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe that. I was like, I was floored. So, well, but, relentless checking, as we always say. <laughs> but I guess uh, that's, right, the, end that's the, the end. <laughs> under the pilots, you want to talk about anything else? You want to talk about Desert Triumph some more? <laughs> I, I I would, but I don't know anything more to say. I mean, has Storm and Norman and um, Storm and Norman? There's a whole the tape three. If you want to <laughs> they make you wait Storm- for tape three to get to Storm and Norman? No, no. But there's a whole the whole tape three is some guy just talking about at a press conference. It was like a it was like an hour and like seventeen minutes of a press conference I was watching. Like, okay, you're out of ideas. It's just like. <laughs> They're just like dumping news footage onto a tape, and I guess yeah, that's basically what it was in tape three. Like, it's like, yeah, here you go. I just like, <laughs> I mean, I do have the Desert Storm cards. Um, do you have Storm and Norman? I, I don't think I do. No, sell it. It's like, <laughs> well, I know our friend Brendan was saying, Do you have a, I was would ask you if I have a Saddam Hussein rookie card, which yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't believe I do. It's, I wish you, you know, it's like just mainly just cap. like, the, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mainly just like pictures of our like war machinery like it'll be right. like it said it'll say like f14 tomcat and it'll be like a plane it's like have some of those yeah i have yeah. to look so. um 
Or you have you have the F-14 Tomcat? I believe <laughs> I have the F-14 Tomcat. I don't quote me on that off the chat, but I, I believe I do have that one and a bunch of others. And I might even have a supercarrier to bring it right back to the beginning. All right, well, right to the beginning. So we'll end it there. From- yep. So thanks for listening, everyone. And um, we'll be back soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>